Hello? Hello? So what, no fucking ZD now? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Hi, welcome to You Know That episode. I'm Victoria. And I'm Trev. We're two friends who watch too much TV. We break down iconic episodes of good shows. And bad. And explain why we feel the way we do. Today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 6 of Sex and the City titled Are We Sluts? Which aired on July 16th, 2000. Um, this is one of my favorites. And why is that? I love this. As a self-identified slut, mm. maybe a reformed slut at this point. Mm. I consider you, I More... consider you one of my sluttiest friends. Oh, absolutely. I think, like, it would be hard for people to outslut me a lot of the 100%. time. 100%. But I just, I really love... like everything that happens in this episode obviously we're talking about it but specifically like in moments where usually our our characters might feel shame or people might feel shame we see them really bolstered by their partners or by like the friends that they have like specifically i think miranda's storyline is one of my favorites in the episode yeah and i obviously i love I love Carrie's whole, like, the theme of her realizing Aiden just wants romance. Yeah, like, the theme of her, like, being so sex-focused that she, or, like, not even just sex-focused, but, like, in that dating minds frame and, like, in that dating headspace where she's used to guys just being jackasses who just want. Yeah, like, like her dating history doesn't. I understand why she's acting the way she's acting. One, she's a very sex positive person, more or less. Like, give or take your opinion on Carrie Bradshaw. She's more sex positive than she isn't. Mm. She writes a column about sex. Sex, all of her conversations revolve around relationships and sex. She's very sex forward. Yes, you can't blame her for being fucking horny for this hot guy she's dating and wanting to fuck him. But the thing is, like, And kind of forgetting... The idea of like, well, maybe he just like wants to take things slow. So I, I love that. He's doing great at communicating and she is not. He's doing great yes. at say, being like, I want to take it slow. And I've been in relationships that were all about sex and I don't want that to be the case here. Like, I'm not saying I'm yeah, not interested. He really cares in, about yeah, her. he's like, I'm not saying I'm not interested in that. I'm just saying I'm not ready yet. And like, instead of like, she, I think is so the opposite of like she assumes that because he isn't talking about it or making that his primary focus it means he's completely uninterested and it's like she's not communicating her needs of like well i'm horny and i want to have sex maybe if she would have said that instead of being like oh clearly he doesn't want me because he's not immediately trying to jump into bed with me and i think like given like once they do and we'll talk about it more in depth as we go along but like once they do have the kind of conversation of her being like, her, her being pissy and him being like, hey, I don't want to rush into things. I like you. I want to take things slow. I want to have sex with someone that I care about. She understands. She gets yeah. it. It's just she's like, she needs to be like shell shocked out of her like kookiness. And he does gag her at one point. He we're, gags We're going to talk about what that, what that line is in a little bit. But it's just like, it's very sweet. Yeah her realizing like oh this guy likes me Mm. where like especially considering like the juxtaposition of her relationship with big is so fire and ice chemistry like 
They are That is a relationship that is devoid of romance to me personally. Yes, I agree. And I think it's a good example of how different Big and Aiden are. Where Aiden, like, Big is charming. Like, he's charming and sexy and he has this allure to him Mm -hmm. that I totally understand from Carrie. But, like, they're, it's all sexual chemistry. Where Aiden is like, even, like, they, I, Aiden and Carrie joke around with each other in a way that Carrie and Big don't. Yeah. I, I, they feel more intimate. Yeah, they are much more intimate. I love when she, like, punches him. I love a play punch. We yeah. talked about that before, but. It's very sweet. Yeah. And even, like, in the episode we've talked about where, eight, where like, Big gets drunk at the furniture show and, like, all that. Like, the whole booth bitch thing. Mm. Like, they're very, they're very playful. They're very sweet. They feel like first loves, almost. Yeah. Which obviously they aren't. They're in their 30s at this point. But it feels very, like, um, tender. Yeah, I agree. And still very sexy. Yeah, there's there, there's definitely um, a sexual... Like, them kissing is fucking hot. Yeah, no, they definitely have chemistry. They definitely have chemistry. I think what Carrie isn't used to is chemistry and then some. Like, she's used to having chemistry yes. with people. She's not used to the romance of it all. Yeah, where it's like... And Aiden is romantic. Aiden, Aiden is a big softy. Aiden is a romantic man. Eight, 100, like first and foremost. Like, I, I think that is like one of his main char- like character personality traits is that he is not like the other guys. He's a romantic guy. Exactly. And it and makes think, complete like, sense to me that he would be good friends with Steve. I'm just going to put that out there. I 100% These agree. are two men and that I are in touch think... with their romantic sides and, the, and their emotional yeah. sides. And we see that in this episode from Steve as well. And I think, like, especially coming from Big, who was so dodgy with his feelings, having kind of, like, Aiden is kind of a bleeding heart. Right. Like, he's... If Carrie asks him, he'll be honest with her. There's no way around that. Like, he's always... He's very upfront with how he's feeling. She just needs to ask. Yeah. Where... Big was always so much more guarded in a way that made Carrie, like, insecure. And Carrie would... I think almost that insecurity made Carrie want to ask. You know yes. what I mean? Like, it made Carrie feel obligated. Yeah. Like, she had to ask, like, is something wrong? Did I do something wrong? Like, why are you acting like this? Why aren't you letting me yeah. meet your mom? Um, why are you taking me to the restaurant where people take, like, the girls they don't want to be right. seen with? We have all these moments, and I, I just... This episode is a perfect Aiden episode, which is also why I love mm. it. And it's a good Steve episode, and it's a great Miranda episode. Oh, my God. This is I, a I great just, like, episode. I really, it's a great episode. It's a great episode. And I just, like, I mean, obviously, the cement, like, Charlotte has, like, a C plot in this episode. Right. It's just for laughs. Right. And it's very funny. I, and, like, Samantha's there, and I think her, her plot is good, too. Especially, like, you do kind of see her... We know what it's like to... We get her idea of, like, what's the negative parts of being a slut. Or, like, what's the parts yes. of being a slut that, like, are comp- are difficult. And this episode yeah. highlights a little bit of both. I mean, a little bit of all a of it. A little bit of... Yeah, where you have, a like, guy. oh, my God, have I trained myself out of romance? And... Oh, my God, am I too slutty? And I now I have an STD. Oh, my God, oh, what oh my do God. other people think of me? Yeah. Like and, it's all, oh my god, like... At the end of the day... It, yeah, at the end of the day, all four storylines come down to, like, what does the world think of me and my behavior? Am I a slut? Yes. Are we yeah. sluts? And it's like, yes and no. I think... And there's I mean, a scale. A, there's definitely a scale. There's a scale. A, a peek behind the curtain. 
uh, for the listener is this is the second time we're recording this. <laughs> so we had a whole we had a whole larger discussion about like the idea of slut and like who can claim slut and who it can. Yeah. You know what I mean as a term. That was a great conversation. And I, I it it was. I wish you could yeah. have heard it. <laughs> we talked for like at um, least thirty minutes about just that one. It was topic. a long yeah. time. And I think a lot, I think one of the main points we came down to was like on the scale, like the Kinsey scale of sluttiness, <laughs> like Charlotte is like a 10, 10, 15, Miranda's a 50, Carrie's a 75, Sim- or Samantha's a 100, yeah. yep. you know, and it's like, I very much understand where the latter, the the sluttier side of the thing, the the scale comes from where it's like, I've had to tell a partner that I've had an STD. I've dated someone who just wanted to be romantic with me and I couldn't like process mm. that. And I felt bad in my grander relationships and friendships of being like, oh my God, what do my friends think of me? I've been the Miranda, the Carrie and the Samantha. So I'm very protective of the term slut. Yeah. And we talked about we like- We talked about why. The comparison to like- the term MILF and things like that, yeah, too. And which got into... That was, was a, a huge, long conversation. That, that was, was a great conversation. <laughs> it was. And it's just like... Wait, wait. Let's back up. Let's talk a little bit about... Let's just break it down a little yeah. bit. We don't need to spend, like, a yeah. whole hour on it. But let's, like, tell them a little bit about what we talked about. Yeah. So, like, your theory of, like, who can use the word slut and, like, reclaiming the word slut. Or, like, just... Yes. You're protective. I feel like there needs... It. I'm protective of it in a way that is, like... I don't know. I feel like there needs to be, show me the work. Mm -hmm. If we're going to be, if we're going to talk about it, where it's like, I need you to have put in the time Mm -hmm. and kind of like earned it. Because there is a negative part of being a slut that nobody wants to claim. Everyone wants to claim like the cool part of being a slut. Instagram where it's like, ooh, it's like, yeah, it's not always fun though. Like, a lot of the times these things stem from, like, insecurity of, like, I'm sleeping around to, like, make myself feel better. I'm looking for validation. Like, all of these things, you know? And we see that in Sex and the City is a good example where it's, like, in the episode where Carrie has the cover of The New Yorker and she doesn't sleep with Bradley Cooper. She's, like, this was, if I sleep with him, this is the first time I sleep with a man to validate myself. Which is a really, a very real and, like, genuine experience for a lot of people who are sexually active it's like sometimes you feel bad and you're like i just need someone to make me feel beautiful or good Mm -hmm. and we see that happen with like all of these women in this show so sometimes when i I see someone use the like refer to themselves as like a slut or anything like that it feels like stolen valor because it's like well i've had people not want to date me because they know my sexual history right like it feels shitty and i'm sure like samantha would feel the same way or, you know what I mean, right. if she thought about I mean, it in today's somebody terms. even, there's a quote in this episode, I forget who says it. I think it is Samantha, who's like, Charlotte is like, am I a slut? And she's like, yeah, she's if, like well, what does that make like, me? She's like, if you're a slut, then what does that make me? <laughs> Which is like a very real feeling I've had with people before. And I'm like, well, oh God. Like, if you think you're slutty or a whore or like, if you feel bad about how you're acting... What do you think about how I Right. Act? Like, if that's your perception so of feels... yourself based on that one yeah. minuscule thing that you did. But that, that's yeah, why I'm saying like, there's a scale, and I also think it's... There's a, there's a gray there's area. There's a gray area because... It's a, it's a large scale. No, I, I wouldn't even call it, like, necessarily gray area. I would say, like, the reason certain people feel like they're able to claim that word and you have a different perception of it 
is like reality lies in the eyes of the beholder. So like what exactly. somebody's definition of the term slut is so like objective. Yes. There's not like a hard and fast rule about what it is. Right. Like one person says like, okay, like if you ask like a Mormon, what's a slut? Oh, somebody that has sex before yeah. they're married. Exactly. Or someone who like, like there's so many, there's an impossible, it's an impossible thing to define. And even within the women that were we like in this show, every single one of them would be classified as a slut in one way or another. Yeah. By somebody else or each other. By someone else's stand. Yeah, exactly. And we even see that where it's like, they look at Samantha and they're like, well, she's definitely a right. slut. <laughs> it's kind of a, it's kind of a unimpeachable right. idea. But yeah, it's just, it's, I think, I love this episode because it does kind of brought, like, broach that term of just like, what is it like to be promiscuous? What are the fallbacks of that? And we see all of these different experiences of like real, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Not consequences, but like... Ramifications? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Because it's like... Facets. They're not negative it, no, it's a facet. It. Yes, facets. Exactly. It's a perfect way yeah. to put it. Uh, but yeah, it's... it's. I love this episode. It's a great episode. And for anyone it's wondering... so... Why I mentioned the MILF conversation... Yes. Is I don't think that every single woman can be classified as a MILF and some of y'all are getting very loose with that term and how you use it oh I my agree. god blah 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 is such a MILF um MILF is literally an acronym and it stands for mom I'd like to fuck so you can't yes. just say oh my god there's there's two for me there's two elements first of all needs to be like over a certain age for me there's an age yes. element but there's also the mommy of it all uh, like, you can't yeah. say that some, like, 30-year-old woman who doesn't even have kids is a MILF. For me, personally, that yes. totally is... Against, like, just say she's a hot woman that you'd like to fuck. Yes. Don't say she's a MILF. You know? I agree. I would, I agree with that. I think the age element is definitely a factor. And again, it's like any of these... Any of these terms, <laughs> sluts, MILFs, DILFs, all of this non... All of this nonsense... Is so subjective. Yeah. It's an impossible thing to quantify. Yeah. But there are kind of like, if you have, there ha, there are hard and There are some rules. So, like, it's stolen valor, yeah. it feels like. It's like, I have earned through the good and the bad, <laughs> through my college experience, the, the term, the, the word slut. Yeah, and these <laughs> women who have pushed babies out or had, yeah. or just have given birth. And our actual mothers are MILFs. They have they have earned Sorry. it. Sorry. It is not an easy thing to come by and to earn. And it's just like, it's so funny that this this episode took us on such a Yeah, tangent. it really it is, did. We yeah. talked, you have no, that was like 5% of the conversation that we actually had yeah. the first time we talked about it. But, but it is just like, I do think this, it is important to talk about like, what and this is something they talk about in the episode is like what makes a slut yeah and what makes a whore more specifically because yeah that's like, what makes charlotte get on to that topic is yeah and, she feels and we'll, yeah, get, we'll, get, we'll get to it and we'll start to talk actually talk about the the plot of the episode in a minute but yeah i just i love this episode i love how this episode makes me think and like interact with it even all this time later like i've seen this episode dozens of times 
And I still find it very charming. It's a great episode. It made me think a lot. It made me laugh. There's just some, like, laugh out loud moments in this episode. Yeah. And this is one of my favorite Miranda Steve episodes. For good reason, too. I feel like this is a really strong depiction of a healthy, normal relationship. Cause like, that no one is made to feel right. bad. Because this makes complete sense to me. Like, I feel like if this yes. if this was a topic that came up in my own relationship, it would be handled in a similar way. I Same. <clears throat> I totally agree with that. But also, we haven't... Victoria's not fully caught up on it just like that. Right. At this point in time. Eventually, we will talk a little bit about it, a little bit more about yep. it. But like what episode one? What are your thoughts? Let's just before we get into the bulk of the episode, episode one of and just like that. What? How are you feeling? Sex in the city is back, bitch. I feel the same. That is my immediate feeling. This episode was so fucking good. It was a hearkening to the original show. It very much had that same exact vibe. Like I don't know what it was. If it was like the way they were acting or the way they were behaving or just like I just okay. I honestly yeah. don't know how to describe it, but I feel like they finally realized what was missing from the first season was yes. the sexiness. Yes. I think the sexiness is what's brought it back. Like they opened it up on the topic of sex. It's sex in the city. It's not anything else, you know? I agree. And and like yeah. It was funny. It was really funny. I was like laughing out loud. Me too. Loud. I was laughing. I I loved the part where <laughs> Miranda and Che were dealing with their strap, and it just was like, <laughs> like it's officially back. The show is really back. It's, I can't wait to watch the second episode. I haven't watched it yet. So far, I I love it. I like no. This show makes me feel crazy <laughs> in the best fucking way possible. I, it just feels insane. It feels like an insane situation that, like a sit, like a true sitcom kookiness. I love it. I love this show. And season, like this season so far is all on for me. See, episode three turned me out. I fucking Oh my God, really? It. I loved, it's probably my favorite episode of the reboot so Oh far. my God, I can't wait to watch it. I fucking loved episode three. And that's even coming from me where I like, I really loved the first two episodes of season two, but fuck, I'm all in on, and just like that. I love this fucking show. It's really good. I do not give a fuck what anybody no, is saying. No, fuck the haters. I will not abide by any hate speech, especially not now. No. This season has brought, I'm, I'm scared for Samantha's cameo. cameo. I heard an inkling of a rumor of a piece of gossip. Hmm. Which I might cut out, actually, because I don't know how true it is. But I'll tell you now. Yeah. Edit it out, because we don't know if it's true, but wow. Yeah. I know. Anywho. Okay. Anywho, you didn't hear any of that. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Too too bad. bad. Google it if you want to know. Just Google and just like that Kim Cattrall rumors, and you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure you'll find a lot. Um, but let's get into the actual meat and potatoes of the episode. Okay, but first you want to start with... Oh my god. Fucking just like that. The most important update <laughs> in the, you know that episode, Cinematic Universe. I got engaged in Sicily, people. Oh! Everyone clap. In... Congrats. Okay. 
I am so... It's very romantic. Yeah. Speaking of romance. It's very romantic. I am so excited to share this update with people. Because I feel like a good amount of my listeners, at least, a portion of them, are people who used to follow me on Twitter. And Bernie and I notoriously met on Twitter. So this update is for you all, so that you know it is possible to find the love of your life on social media. I'm saying, I met Tony on Twitter. See? There's something about that site that brings people together for better or for worse. And now it's maybe gone. What do you mean? What's going on? Have you not been on Twitter? I mean, here and there. Not a lot. Well, <laughs> the rumor is, again, ru- more rumors and conjecture, is that Elon didn't pay his Google bill. Oh. Like the Google server bill or whatever. Oop. So that's why all the, if like, all the, like, you can only read a certain amount of tweets in a day. And all the bugs and, like, rate limit exceeded things have been happening. Oh, my God. And, like, the website's not working because, like, they're having to limit the amount of traffic on the website because the servers can't handle it because the bill wasn't actually paid. And the bit it's, like, an, a billion-dollar contract situation. Jesus. So, like, <laughs> it's, like, fucked for a bit now. Oh, my God. I know. Anyway, I'm on Blue Sky. What is Blue Sky? So. It's like a Twitter clone thing that, like, nobody else is even on. (laughs) But I got an invite code, like, a month and a half ago. So I have an account, and there's, like, nobody on there, but it's, like, kind of nice because nobody's on there. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels like I'm truly speaking into the void. Interesting. But, yeah, it's very, it's weird. Twitter's, like, a dumpster fire it, I mean, it but has been for years. You could meet the love of your life on Twitter. Yeah, worth it, <laughs> worth it. Totally after worth it. After we met it. each other, like a few years after we started dating, we deleted our accounts. And the only I reason I have an account still to this day is because of the pod. But, like, I don't yeah, have a personal I re- we, You got, which, like, basically, your the pod account <laughs> is your personal. Hey, I, I make a solid effort to try and only tweet about TV show stuff. No, I know. I love it. But it is just funny because it's... I know. Insane lesbians talking about Ted Lasso. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Anyway, but continue with your engagement story. It is so heartwarming. I got a three-minute-long voice note. Oh, (laughs) Okay. Which I loved. So, we had a family vacation to Sicily. Well, the first portion of it is in Sicily. The second portion of it was in Rome. So in the first portion, we rented a house with, like, my entire family at, like, an Airbnb. And we were we decided to do a day trip. Um, and at first, we were going to go to this one place, but it was kind of far away from where we were staying and everyone was kind of tired. So we were like, okay, never mind. Let's go to this other town that's, like, really close by. So we get there, and we're, like, walking around, and it's, like, scorching hot outside. It's, like, 95 <laughs> degrees. And we're, like, sweating like sinners in church. And mm. we were all like, okay, we need to like sit down and cool off a little bit. So we sat down at this little cafe and we got like drinks and some gelato. And we're all sitting there talking and stuff. And somebody's like, okay, should we go to lunch? Like, it's like one o'clock. And Bernie and I had done a little bit of walking and we found this cute restaurant that had like a nice patio overlooking the ocean. And mm. we were like, yeah, let's go to that restaurant that we found. So... Right when everyone was starting to get up to leave, Bernie was like, I, you know what, actually, it would be really nice to, like, take a little walk and, like, go, I, I just want to, like, have, like, a moment apart for a second and just, like, go for a little walk and see see the sights a little bit. 
She's so sweet. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. And, like, my entire family was like, what the heck, because we're about to go to lunch. But I was like, okay, guys, well, Bernie and I are going to go for a walk, but, like, we'll meet you at the restaurant in a little while. Like, I don't think we'll be that long, you know. And they were like, okay, we'll meet you there. And so we started walking, and we passed by this cafe. And I shit you not, the cafe had this sign that said Garden of Love. And I was like, oh, that cafe has a little sign that says Garden of Love. And she was like, oh, and then we kept walking. And we got to this, like, like little cliffside area. And we were like, oh, do you want to go there just to, like, see the water? So we started, like, kept walking, walking, walking. At this point, we're, like, climbing down cliffs, and my sandals are getting full of dirt, and she, like, almost tripped on a rock. <laughs> like, we're, like, going out of, like, we are going above and beyond for this walk. And, but it's so hot out and so sunny, and we're, like, sweating, and I'm like, wow, we really decided to go for a hike right now. And Yeah, literally. <laughs> and then... Um, That's, like, the dikiest thing you could have yeah, done. Yeah, and then while we were walking, we saw a monarch butterfly, which a monarch butterfly is my sign that my dad is with me. So when I... If I see, like... Like, if I'm doing something special or something, like, happy, like, a happy occasion or something like that, and a monarch butterfly is around, it's my sign that my dad is there. And I'm like, oh, my God, a monarch yeah. butterfly. And then we walked a little bit further, and, like, we got to this one spot, and we just kind of stopped for a second. I was like, wait, let's stop here. I want to, like, let's just stop here and just, like, look at the water a little bit. And when we yeah. got there, I looked down, and there was a uh, grasshopper. And I was like, oh, my God, grasshoppers are a sign of good luck. <laughs> and, like, all signs were pointing to, like, this is the right moment. And so, yeah. like, we're standing there, we're just, like, talking and thinking about, like, wow, it's so special that, like, we're on this trip with my whole family and you're here and like, God, it's so special. I love it. This is the best day ever. And it's all so romantic and just like, we go on so many adventures together. And she's like in the middle of this romantic speech and then all of a sudden my phone starts to ring and it's the Will and Grace theme song. So it's like blaringly <laughs> loud and like, <laughs> so I'm like, wait, stop. And I look at my phone I'm like, oh, it's my sister. <laughs> she's She's like, can you tell her to call back? <laughs> my mom starts texting. My aunt's like, my aunt is the only one that's not texting, but my mom and my sister keep calling and texting because they're like, oh, we're not going to that restaurant anymore. We're going to this other one. Like, come meet us there. Do you know where we are? Blah, blah, blah type shit. And she's like, okay, like, just call them back. And I was like, okay. And like, in the moment, I kind of thought that was kind of rude because she was the way, like, I know I get why she said it and like it completely it makes sense so like in the moment I'm like oh my god that's my sister like she's like can you tell her to call back I was like oh my god like that was kind of harsh like we're just we're just on, <laughs> we're just on a hike but um no but then I put my phone on silent and we were just like looking out at the ocean and then she got down on one knee and she asked me to marry her in Spanish, which is really romantic. So sweet. And of course I said yes. And then um, we got up and finally I looked at my phone and figured out where the hell my family was. So we walked over to that restaurant. And when I got there, I like held up my hand to show them that we had gotten engaged and everyone in the restaurant started clapping for us. It was so emotional. Oh, it's so sweet. That's like the most oh, beautiful Oh, God. Thing. Now I can't hear you again. Hang on. Oh, fuck. Say something. Hello? Nope. Hello? Uh. Hello? Oh, now I hear you. I think I hear you now. Oh, hi. hi. 
Hi. Hi. But um It's so sweet. It's so sweet. I'm so happy. It's just like exactly what exactly what the world needed. This honestly this is a long time coming because I always used to give her a hard time like <laughs> when am I gonna get my diamond ring? Like what? I literally was. Te- I told. I texted you this like after you told us and everything like that. And I was like, I was just literally talking to Tony, like a week and a half before, being like, yeah, they're not like. I feel like they would have been married already. <laughs> and I was like, I know Victoria. Like even if she's not a wedding person, she's a party person. She's gonna want to throw a party. Yeah. So I was like, it's, I was like, I don't think it's like a, it's not their thing type of thing. No, no, it definitely is our thing. So obviously. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I know them. I know that they're like marriage people. Honestly, you're not the first person to say that though. The other day I was talking to my uncle and this was before the engagement. So I say the other day, but obviously it's been like three weeks since this happened. I was talking to him on the phone about something and he was like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like. Yeah, and since you guys are, oh, and then he, like, stopped himself, and I was like, what? And he was like, well, for a second, I thought you guys were married, but then I remembered you're not. <laughs> so, like, my family even true. already thought like, that we were. It's just, you've also just been together for so long. Yeah. That it's, like, it's very sweet, and I'm so, I can't, that's going to be a fucking banger party. I cannot wait. Wedding of the century. I want it to be the Absolutely. wedding of, of the century that nobody forgets. I can't wait. It's. I think that'll probably be my first gay wedding. Oh my god! Really? I've never been I'm to touched, a gay wedding. Me either. I'm gonna. My mine will be my first one that I've attended. <laughs> oh my god! It's gonna be. It's gonna be fucking sickening. Oh my god! I can't wait. I want to have a. I want, yeah. Kind of want to have a tarot card reader. Oh hell yeah! That'd be so much yeah. fun. Yeah, I want it to be very whimsical, and I want it to be our wedding. Yeah. It's not gonna be traditional. Like there might be some no. elements of that, like obviously other weddings have. But I want our yeah. wedding to like completely reflect who we are as people and not I 100% be agree. like at all. Cookie yeah, cutter. at all. I totally agree. I couldn't imagine it any other way. Ugh. Anyway, okay, that's my update. Let's. It's yes, amazing. It's amazing, but let's get into the episode. <clears throat> yeah, half hour in, I guess we should talk about the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> perfect episode title, starting with that. Perfect episode title, absolutely. Um, so we open on Carrie and she's kissing Aiden goodbye and it's so steamy. It's very steamy and her skirt is very cute. And small. It's so short. The slit up the side. Like she knew what she was doing when she put that skirt on. She was like, I'm getting laid tonight. But no, she wasn't. Oh, she wasn't. And hand, his hand on the butt. Yeah. He's so sexy. It's like their chemistry is like palpable. And then we cut to Samantha, who opens the door fully naked. So hot. She's Gorgina. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. She may have been Uh the oldest of them all, but maybe that's why I find her to be the most attractive. Yeah, you definitely have a type. She's just gorgeous. But I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. I think she's so sexy. And the guy is sexy, too. Which you can't always say about the men in Unfortunately. And, like, okay... So, Carrie really wants to, like, fuck. But, like, Aiden is, like, not quite there. So, like, the beginning opening scene is all about how, like, 
the women have one feeling and the men have another type thing. Yeah, it's very, like, the two genders. Right. And, like, personally, I get why Carrie feels this way. But, again, I just think she didn't do a very good job of communicating her needs. So she kind of was expecting Aiden to, like, be a mind reader. Agreed. And I, his excuse is ve- is fair. Like, he has to take care of his dog. <laughs> like, I get it. I've been there. I know, but it also just makes me think of, like, the the burger scene where he tells Miranda that, like, it a guy's going to come up if he really wants to come up, dog or no dog, work or no work. Like, if he wanted well, yeah, to, he Yeah, it's, like, would. true. So, like, that's also It's true. also, like, Aiden could have fucked her and then just went yeah. home. Like, and they would have, it still would have been fine. But, yeah. Because, like, but Whatever. the dog is a trusty excuse. I've used my dog as an it's excuse, a good excuse many times. Oh, it's the she's the best. They're the best yeah, excuse. They are. Because nobody can but argue with he, that. Like, okay, it's an animal. No. What am I gonna do? Let my dog starve? <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, so he's got a good excuse. He's not exactly telling her his reasoning for like kind of not coming in. Right. But she's also not asking. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, she gets annoyed, and the next scene they're in the diner, and their moods are so funny. Like, <laughs> all of them are in, like, a different kind of mood. Yeah. And... And, like, we find out... Well, before they're in the diner... Right. Kim Cattrall comes down in her... Or Samantha comes in an iconic yellow outfit. She looks so cute in that yellow suit. Oh, it's so good. And all of her and her neighbors are around a camera... Or the, the security footage from the night before. And she's like, what's going uh, on? Because, yeah. And we find out that her neighbor got robbed... By a guy who tailgated behind Samantha's visitor. And then the lady, the old lady is like, who the hell has a visitor at 2 a.m.? <laughs> yeah, and Samantha's face just kind of goes blank. Yeah, she's like, Ugh. Ooh, whoopsie. <laughs> and then it's kind of just like very awkward at the, um, at the little, uh, at the brunch spot. Yeah, everybody's acting weird and they're like, what did you do last night? And they're all like, uh... Oh, nothing. And Charlotte's like, I have to tell you what happened to me last <laughs> night. <laughs> and she's dating this guy, or like seeing this guy, and they have sex. And when he finally has an orgasm, he screams out, you fucking bitch, you fucking whore. It's so funny. And it hurts her feelings so badly. She's like, why would he say that? Do you guys, yeah. do you guys really think I'm a whore? Where we got the funny Samantha line. Earnestly says it. Like, or, yeah, she genuinely She's like this. on the verge of tears thinking that she's done something wrong. And Samantha's like, oh, please, if you're a whore, then what does that make me? And both... And no one says Miranda anything. Both Miranda and Carrie look away <laughs> silently. Samantha's expression in that moment was fucking perfect. She was gagged. Kim, I love Kim so fucking much. I miss her to pieces. She is truly the best actress on the show. I agree. And it's just so funny. And then Charlotte is like commiserating and she's just like, no one wants to marry a whore. Yeah. She's like, maybe if I wasn't having sex with him. Um, it's so, her thought process is so. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't make any like logical sense. But I, then it's just, yeah, she's very weird. She has like, again, C tier plot in this episode. So like, we don't really see much of this. Yeah, like, this isn't the main thing in this episode, but, like, it does beg no. the question of, like, 
what does one person's perception of slut look like and what is another's? And Charlotte is, of course, exactly. like, the most traditional. Pollyanna. Yeah. She's, like, the so, whole, like, I want I want a guy to, like, wine and dine me before I let him. She wants the, yeah. ro- she wants the romance that Aiden is giving Carrie. Yeah, basically. And it's just funny because then we have Carrie talking about how her and Aiden aren't fucking. And they still keep going out, and they keep ha- making out, and it's like really. Sexy. She's like, "I'm just his, I'm just his friend. That's a girl. I don't feel like I'm his yeah. girlfriend." And then Miranda's like, "As opposed to his fucking bitch, his fucking whore." <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking. That is funny. one of the most funniest lines and delivery too. Um, she's like waving because it's just like that smirk. Yeah, and it's like the deadpan, sarcastic ass, like. His fucking bitch, his fucking she, she whore. Goes, she's like, as opposed to his fucking bitch, his fucking whore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, it's so funny, but it's it's just, it's exactly how your friend would yeah, say that Yeah, it is, you. it is. Without a doubt, like, I would, that is exactly how I would say that to someone <laughs> in that situation. I was frustrated with Carrie in this moment, to be honest. Yeah, again, I, I mean, I feel like more often than not, we're She's very passive-aggressive here. Um, and it happens again, basically. Yes. It, They're making out. Again. It's hot. Again. And she just, she invites him in, and he says he's got to go home. And she just, like, gives him an attitude. She slams the it. door in his face, and then two seconds later, he's like, he knocks on the door. Yeah. And she opens it, and she's like, I thought you had to go to like, I thought you had to go home to your dog. And he's like, what's the matter? What's going on? And like immediately seeks to understand like why she's acting so bratty and petulant like that. Yeah. He's giving her a lot of credit where I know if I was in his situation. He's patient. That's all it is. He's very patient. And he looks so handsome. He looks very cute here. He has that. He's such a golden retriever boyfriend. This is the boy next door. This is the definition of a golden retriever boyfriend. Yeah. He's just like, like dream so boy. So sweet. Very pure hearted. So well meaning. Yeah. Oh, oh he's just we stand sw- he's Aiden. Just, uh, we are team we Aiden, stand Aiden forever Aiden. and ever and ever. Like what is wrong with this stupid bitch? How could she ever leave him for big? Oh. I, oh, I just... I'll never understand. I just want to throw this water bottle through my window and shatter it. When I think about that. <laughs> and he says, and he explains to her here where it's like. Don't people date anymore? Oh, it's he like gagged one her. of the best lines in the whole he show. He gagged her to pieces. She was like, uh. You think, she, yeah, she truly. Three. Like. She truly had nothing to, she couldn't say anything. She was bewildered. She was literally bewildered. And then she's writing for her column and she's like. Did I like forget about romance? And she writes the word romance on a post-it. It's like Which is so real. <laughs> it's so stupid, but like, oh my god, who hasn't written a dumbass post-it it, and put it it's up somewhere? So ADHD of her. I have a post-it on yeah. my computer that says I cr- I wrote the word sorry and I crossed it out and then I wrote, I appreciate your understanding. <laughs> Instead of saying sorry. I have a I have a post-it on my work computer right now on the screen, so I don't forget about it when I go back to work on. Wednesday. Yeah, I mean, I'm a post-it girl. I keep post-its. I'm a post-it all girl the time. too. I write. I even have one right here next to my microphone that says "Edit the Pod" <laughs> in all caps. I I love a post-it. I love Carrie's. I love write, just writing romance on it. I love that Carrie's lost romance. Yeah, 
and her finding that again through Aiden is so romantic. It's so sweet. It's so romantic. It's so it's so. No wonder they have such steamy. She's sex. like this guy is bringing They're me edging. back to be- bringing me back to basics. Yes, she needs like the courting. Mm-hmm. He's courting right. her. And I just I love it. And then we cut to Carrie, Miranda, and Central. And Park. Miranda confesses that she has chlamydia. Which you know who hasn't. And. Could be worse. <laughs> could be worse as far as STIs. Get tested. It could be worse as far as what STIs you have. Totally. Go get tested if you're sex if you're just having sex. Yeah. Always good to know. Yeah. And she doesn't know who gave it to her. She complains that her doctor was kind of judgmental. And she also says that she now has to contact like her previous partners. And Steve. And tell Steve. And like that. I think that must be the hardest part of having an STI. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's embarrassing, even though it's not something to be embarrassed about. I've had to do this before. And, like, luckily, when you, like, like in the modern day, most people, I mean, I'm also speaking from, like, gay experience, people who are a bit more understanding about it, you know. Most people are like, oh, okay, yeah, thanks for letting me know. Very understanding, you know. It's a thing that happens when you're engaging in these activities. I think every single adult human being who has ever had sex, protected or unprotected, is... Has had some sort of scare. Or has at least been informed about the possibility of the potential of a scale. Of a scare. So, like, you go into this knowing in the back of your mind, like, there's a risk of A, B, C, D. It's a a chance you take. And I do think that, like, especially... I mean, 2000, when this episode came out, it's it's really progressive for the way they talk about it and handle it in this episode. Right, I agree. And even... They show the character the doing the right about, thing. Yes, and even in the episode previously <coughs> where, like, Samantha had to get an HIV test. Yeah, and she's scared shitless. She, she was scared, but it was still a very progressive way of handling it. Like, all the other girls had gotten tested. They were really open about it. Nobody made her feel guilty for doing it. The doctors didn't make her feel guilty. They just were like, talk to her about safe sex and everything like that. So it is a really, it's a weirdly progressive show in that way. And I say weirdly just because a lot of the times the show is progressive in some ways and then kind of flopped in others. Like when they talk about a lot of queer things, they don't always have, they're not always as progressive. So for having a conversation about STDs and like, that tough conversation it's really it is really nice to see 23 years later they were kind of ahead of the curve they were in some ways and not in others yeah no show is perfect but this is one instance where i think they had they realized they had a and you know what i think it is there's gay men at the helm of this show that's what it comes down to this is post aids but at the same time it's still very real and so it's still a real thing that could impact your life forever so like they have to handle these things they realized they had a responsibility to depict characters having sex this much sex if they're going to do a show about sex they need to have they have some kind of responsibility to show characters that do get stis and how they handle it and it's not always going to be perfect like for example samantha being scared to get an aids test is yeah it's very relatable but it's especially with the because she especially yeah and with a show with a huge queer audience, yeah. even then, it's like, it's a very, I knew people up until like a couple years ago who had never gotten tested out of fear. 
they were sexually active, but it's a it's the same thing as Samantha, where it's like it's scarier to almost know instead of just like flying free, you know. So I I love this episode for that reason. I love that Samantha or Miranda's very open. She's a little embarrassed, but she still tells her friend her best friend. She's like, "Hey, this is fucking thing I'm dealing with." Right. Bummer. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It's it's lame to have to deal with. Yeah. But it's real and we're glad that they depicted it. Yeah. Um okay. Anyway, <clears throat> next step is <sighs> Carrie and um Charlotte are talking again about the situation. Wait, are they talking about it? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Charlotte is on a date with the guy. She's on the date with the investment, the fucking, uh, fucking bitch, fucking Right, guy. so Charlotte, the next thing is Charlotte goes on a date with the investment guy, and she's, like, trying to tell him what happened, but <laughs> she's, like, shy, and she, like, literally can't even say the word orgasmed or the word sex, and she's, like, yeah. whispering, <laughs> and the guy's, like, why are you acting weird? And... yeah. She tells yeah. him. Yeah, and he's like, I, I don't and, remember that. Are you sure? Yeah, he's, like, really kind of upset. Yeah. He, like, doesn't have a... It's, like, a fugue state. And... And then... She looks beautiful, she by looks the way. She looks really gorgeous. I have to say. She looks so stunning. I have a note here, and it's an interesting question. Yeah. Should we be more like Charlotte, or are we the normal ones? I legitimately can't tell. Because, like... I don't think Charlotte is normal. I don't either. But is that just our warped perception of the situation? Because we're not like Charlotte? Or is it because Charlotte is really being abnormal here? I I wish we had a wider, like, a wider net to cast in this. I think... Because I feel like me and you have one idea of it, but like I wonder what other people yeah. would say, or I wonder if other people would be like, "Yeah, no, that was really rude of him to say that to her." <laughs> I think. Wait, we talked. It's rude of. Wait. We did talk a about little this. bit. We a said it was bit. weird I that think... he didn't remember saying it. We did say that was weird. I yes, I don't think if someone if a partner said this to me, I would not think twice mm-hmm. because I'm like whatever. Like people are into different types of dirty talk. This is not one that bothers me. I wouldn't think twice. And then if I brought it up, but if in the moment I was like, let it slide. And then I thought about it and I was like, Hey, that's not for me. And I brought it up to him. I'd be like, Hey, you said this and I didn't like it. And he was like, I have no memory of that. I'd be like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. But I don't think like general, I think that's the craziest part. The craziest part is that he didn't remember it. Not that he, okay, wait, this is, this is where we got tied up last time. I feel like I wouldn't even address it with my partner if they said this because yes, like, same. I would be like, oh, that's I just, don't, I don't I would mind be like, it. Oh, that's just dirty talk. Like there's nothing to yeah, talk I about, wouldn't, you know? I don't even think I would find, we wouldn't again, find I, out like, that he didn't know he was saying that because we exactly. wouldn't have even brought it up. We would have been like, oh, I would have been like, okay, skinny. whatever. Yeah. I think if the, if it became a pattern, then I would be like, okay, he's only saying this phrase. And he's not saying any more dirty talk because it's not like he, it, from what we see with him and Charlotte, it's not like dirty talk is a part, a big part of them fucking. Where I think is also why she's right. freaked out it's by just, it because it, it kind of just comes out of it nowhere. It only happens when he has an orgasm. 
Yeah, so I think that's also why it's a little weird to her, or super weird to her. And I think that would make it weird to me, too. Interesting. Eventually. But, yeah, I don't know. I just, like... I think after a couple times, I'd be like, hey, so you only say this. What's up with that? Is it, like, you have to say it? You know, to, like, get there? Mm Mm-hmm. Cause like whatever we could work, I could work around that. Like I just let me know. But then I, yeah, I think at the end of the day, if he didn't remember, I'd be like, that's fucking crazy. (laughs) Like that would be the real thing that took me out of it. I agree. I think I would be very weirded out by it if it was a pattern, but I think just for the first time, I would not think twice about it. Yes. I wouldn't have brought it up until after the second. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. And that's not even bringing it up to him. Bringing it up yeah, to my friends, like, being hey, like, hey, weird yeah. thing. What, what do you think of this? Then if they were like, that's weird, I'd be like, all right, well, I got to talk to him right. about it. But only after. But yeah, it is odd. It is odd. It is odd, especially like, again, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's so fucking weird. It's so funny. <laughs> it's such a funny thing to have someone it's do. It's so specific. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, that's the thing. It's so fucking specific. I think the fact that it's the same phrase every time makes it even funnier. Yeah. Because if he was saying different dirty shit to her when he came, like, really fucked up shit, I'd be like, all right, whatever. But it's the same thing. I'm like, what triggers that in him? (laughs) I want to know. I want the episode where he goes to therapy. I want to know what happened to him to make him say that. I really genuinely want to know. Yeah. But it's... He does it again, and she's over it. Right. Um, okay. So then... Steve and Miranda are, like, snuggling or whatever. And Steve's, like, I kind of want to. And Miranda's, like, no. And he, like, keeps (laughs) trying. And then finally she explodes and is just, like, I can't tonight. I have chlamydia. And Steve's, like, and she's, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) He literally is, like, I don't care. Yeah, he's, like, well, I probably already have it then. Yeah. And she's like, well, no, then we're just going to keep passing it back and forth between each other. She's like trying to to do the right thing. And he's just like, babe, I'm not seeing anyone else. I don't fucking care about having chlamydia. There's not even any side effects. Like, let's just have chlamydia. It is funny. Like, he's so funny. He's very irresponsible for this. Yes. But she's right right. to be like, go get tested. And then he does. And it's brutal. It's uncomfortable thing to do. But I'm it's nice to see that he does it and he gets his swab. Which is, sucks. I've never had a doctor swab me. I think now most times it's like, you do it yourself. They might have done that for the dramatic element of it all, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think that also would make the most sense. Like, it's not fun to just see. You need a little oomph in Steve's, like, story. But he goes and he does it. It's a good thing that he he does. He does the right thing. And and then we see Miranda writing a Miranda list. Miranda writes her list, and it's so funny. She has, like, a bunch of names, and then she's like, Guy from Delhi, <laughs> which is hilarious. Which, again, Relatable. is so real. Everyone has a random. Everyone has randoms. I think it's funny that I think it's the, I think the name of her list is All the Men I Recently Fucked or something like that. <laughs> I missed the title. That's hilarious. Like, something silly, like, and, like self-deprecating and she's going through her list and she feels like ooh, she's like feels like kind of bad that's crazy like and i it's crazy that she feels bad about 
making this list and then she talks to Steve about it later and Steve's like my number is higher than that yeah and we'll talk we'll talk we talked a lot about the numbers the first time we recorded this and I want to talk about it again but the next scene we have Samantha in the elevator with like this yuppie woman who lives in her building and the lady's like I know it was you that let that creep in um because every time I'm in this elevator with you you're with a different man and Samantha's like, that is outrageous and not true. And then it's like a montage of her hooking up with a bunch of different men every time she's in the elevator with that same lady. Um, I loved that montage, by the way. And then she thinks about yes, it. Yes, I love she it. She thinks about it for a second. She's like, damn, the lady had a point. <laughs> and she's just like, hmm. Yeah, it's, she's, she, beca- she does reflect mm-hmm. on it for a moment. And it is it does make me, it does make me giggle. And they look, the guys are hot. Like, it's all hot And she's dressed so, she just looks so good. I love when she's in the workout clothes. Um, Yes, that's my favorite one. And then Miranda does the the deed of calling everybody, all of her previous partners. And she ends up having to call this guy, David, who is such a prick. Who's the mean lawyer. He's the mean lawyer. And she calls him and she's like, I have chlamydia. And he's like, yeah, I know, I did too. Yeah, and then she's Basically. she's like, um, hello, were you ever going to tell me? And he's like, you told me never to call you again. And she's like, now I remember why. Bye. And she hangs up on him. <laughs> yeah, he, he sucks. He sucks ass. He's the bad example of what, he's the what not to yeah, do guy. Yeah, he's the what not to do which guy. Is, which is, yeah, so it's a good, which is good to see. Yeah, we saw both sides, honestly. Very necessary to see in this episode. We saw... We saw both sides. We saw uh, somebody who has an STI contact people, and we saw a partner who was informed and decided to get tested as a result, which is, those are both the correct things to do. And then yeah. we saw a partner who had an STI and did not inform people, and the result was one of their partners got the STI and was not aware where they got it from. Yeah. It's just like an inconsiderate action. Yeah. And it's nice to see, because I could imagine people watching this episode, especially in 2000, and being like, oh, well, it's not that serious. So then you kind of see this guy as like an example of what not to do, and you're like, well, I don't want to be like that guy. He's an asshole. Right. So it's it's nice to <coughs> balance it out. And then Steve looks even cooler. Steve is so funny in this next scene, um, when he's like, <laughs> well, well, we'll get there. I don't think we're there yet. The next no, scene is Carrie, so, yeah. Carrie but, and Aiden. And yeah, it's so cute because they're like flirty and they're watching a movie together. And she like keeps going back and forth between friend, boyfriend, friend, and, boyfriend. Yeah. And it's so cute because like. It feels very juvenile. Yeah, it does. In a way that I, I like I, I, I say is a compliment. It's like when you ask your when you ask your friends, like, do you think he likes me? Yeah, it's it's so sweet. Yeah. It's like a first crush. Yeah. It is very crushy. It's very crushy. Yeah. Which is why it's so much fun to mm-hmm. watch. It feels more adult in a way than like steamy, like fucking. Yeah. It feels like I'm watching a relationship be built on like people like who like each other. Yeah. They genuinely do like each other. And I think this is, this is what it's like to date someone. Yeah, exactly. The slow build of mm-hmm. it all. And then he, like, they keep going back and forth, and he's, it's just very sweet. And then Aiden says that Catherine Zeta-Jones is hot, and he's so right, but that pisses her (laughs) off. He's so right. She punches him. 
It was. And he's like, but not as hot yeah. as you. Yeah. And that was cute. And she's like, boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's cute. And it's something that, like, everyone does that. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes through this at the beginning of a relationship, like, especially, I think, this is a really good analog for, like, queer relationships. Mm. And that kind of gray area of, like, well, is this just a new gay friend I have? Or is this someone who, like, wants more than that? I know I experienced that in, like, a lot of my relationships. Who hasn't experienced that at least once? Yeah. And it's just, like, well, it's hard to tell. And I like seeing these, like, this adult straight couple, like, have a hard time trying to, like, suss it out. It's fun to watch. They're like, would a relationship work between us? Or are we meant to be friends? And I think that's what Carrie's trying to figure out. Yeah. And then, so, they go back and forth, and eventually she calls Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, we're friends who kiss. Because he's been in the bathroom for a half an hour. And she hates the idea of that. Like, she doesn't even want to think about what that means. And then it turns out the whole time he was running her bath, which is so sweet and romantic. It's so sweet. And he's like, (laughs) it just looks like she says it looks like a Daniel Steele novel in here, which is very funny. Honestly, this is running a bath for someone like this. It's so romantic. That's like the pinnacle of romance. I love doing that. I agree. One of my favorite scenes in Friends is when Monica and uh, Chandler Chandler and Monica take a bath yep. together. It's very sweet. It's very romantic. It's just like, it's it's intimacy that you have to earn almost. It's very special to know somebody well enough to know when they might like to take a bath. A bath is a very and, specific yeah. moment in my household and in my world. Like, I want a bath uh, on yeah. the day where it's like, Oh my god, I I'm completely it. drained. I There's just no way I can't move forward. I need a hard yep. reset. And I think it's also just like, I love the idea of casual nude. Mm. Like, casually being nude around mm-hmm. someone and it not having to lead to mm-hmm. sex. Uh, like, I think that's so, so sweet. And not something we kind of always you see. You know what that is? That's intimacy. People think that the yeah. word intimacy is like inherently linked to sex, but no, it's more than that. It's no. like a closeness it's just like and a bond. Comfortability. Comfortability, like vulnerability. Yeah. It's so, so many, many different la- So many layered yeah. feelings and experiences, and I see that in this episode a lot with Carrie and Aiden, mm-hmm. where it's like they can just, obviously, like, they're into each mm-hmm. other. And, like, they get in the bath, and she, she lets him, she, like, talks him into staying and she looks so cute when she's in the tub and she's like big tub little person Mm -hmm. and she he stays and then he wants to sleep with her he says like fuck it let's go and she's like no yeah and now she's playing the game and it's like they're not teasing they're teasing each other in a way that's not like mean right and it's sweet i just like i i love this whole scene I loved this scene too. It's just goes to show he's such a great guy. He's such a, a mush. makes no sense how she could ever leave him. It's just ridiculous. I just it'll never. I make think sense. that Carrie has some self worth issues. I agree because that's something that I, I have agree. definitely like experienced in my own love life of like being with people who, in my head, I really wanted them to be the one. And I really wanted yes. the relationship to, like, last forever and go on forever and ever. But they just weren't right. And I kept trying to make it work. Because, and, like, I'm not going to be able to answer because. I just, I had my reasons. I thought yeah. it was the relationship that was meant to go the furthest. 
Um, and it wasn't. And in the moment, I didn't do anything about it or I didn't stop myself from wanting that or stop trying. Yeah. Even though there were so many reasons to stop trying, I didn't stop trying. If I had higher self-worth in those times, I probably would you have would stopped realize, like, sooner. And I don't think Carrie ever gets to that point. She ends up marrying the fucking yeah. guy. Thank God. Yeah. I eventually developed some kind of backbone and self-worth to realize, like, actually this like relationship is very toxic and not right for me and was able to like yeah. put a stop to it and finally stop like accepting that person back into my life but like Carrie went the furthest with that person who treated her Yeah, the it's worst. like the toxicity is the is like is the allure almost. Right. And like, like the toxic her. past and the history. She romanticizes yeah. the history, the good and the bad and I think yeah. she like she almost loves and values the bad elements of it because of the fact that they made it through in a way. And for me, it's like, no. Yeah, it's like they persevere. Yeah, she sees it as like a positive thing. I don't see it that way. And that's not to say that like relationships should be easy. No, they shouldn't be. But they shouldn't be like that. They shouldn't always be struggling. You were the mistress. Right. Oh my God. At a certain... I can't it's imagine. Just, it's, it's, I can't. It's so crazy to like get to that point. Mm-hmm. And romanticize it so much. And, like, never see her reflect on... That is one of my hopes for In Just Like That, is that we do kind of... Which I don't think will happen. Mm. Ever. But I would love to see her kind of reflect on, like, how maybe her and Big weren't good for each mm-hmm. other. And she can only see that now that he's not there as, like, this omnipresent figure in her life. Because even when they're not together in Sex in the City, he's always there. I can't wait to see where this season is going to go. Especially knowing Aiden comes back uh, to some capacity. Uh, I got I, chills. I can't I, wait I, to I see. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see what that brings up <laughs> and like how it develops and like integrates with her relationship with right. Big. But yeah, I I, I I love this show. Me too. I love it. I love it. I love Sex and the City. Me too. I can't help it. Okay. So then Samantha, we come back to Samantha and she finally confronts this group of old ladies that's whispering about her in the lobby of the... Yeah, those mean old bitches. Yeah, in the lobby of her apartment building. And she's like, if you have something to say to me, then just say it to my face. And... And they do. They do. do. And... <laughs> they let it off. They pop off. Yeah. And then she she called... She, the lady's like, I literally can't close my left eye because I got <laughs> stabbed in the face. Yeah, some crazy shit. Like, she got she got robbed and fucked yeah. up. But they make her feel bad, and she, like, runs up to her apartment. Yeah, and then she calls Carrie right away. Yeah, and she's like, they're all jealous of me. I have to move. And then Carrie's like, well, they can't evict you for having sex. <laughs> she's true. She's right. Yeah, it's, but it's just like, whatever. It's, yeah. That was and not again, helpful so, advice. No, she's not helpful. And she's annoying for saying that. Whoever is reading her column... That. I don't know what they're getting out of her column. I know. I can't they're, imagine. They read it. No, it's like reading like a car crash. It's like reading like Mad Libs. Like I feel like it's <laughs> it's jokey. Carrie's it's jo- Carrie's uh, column is horny Mad it's Libs. It's jokey. She's like, and then we broke up, and then <laughs> Samantha fucked a guy upside down in a swing, and then Charlotte got proposed to and she said alrighty and then Miranda got committed like it's so random it's so insane like imagine reading this 
I couldn't. Wait. I simply wouldn't. I wonder if this is how people feel when they listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> They're like, oh, God. They're like, these two are fucking train wrecks. But they love it. They love it. Hello. I think Gary's column is juicy. I don't think it's meant to be helpful. Yeah. It's meant to be juicy. You read it and you're like, mm. Yeah, like, it's not a a dear carry. Right, right. It's not a dear carry. It's more like a... If anything, it's a learn from my mistakes. Right. But she's not even framing it as that, which is even funnier. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But yeah, after Samantha slut shamed, we cut to Charlotte, mm-hmm. who is, I guess, being... <laughs> slut shamed i don't know i don't think so actually but it is kind of funny like <laughs> she thinks she is and that's what matters she thinks she yeah. is and they're fucking and they're in the heat of the moment and, and he says it he's trying not to he's like just say and it she, yeah and then he comes and he says you fucking bitch you fucking whore and he like turns he like rolls over pulls out and he's like what's wrong with me and then he has to go see a therapist and he can't see charlotte <laughs> And that's for the best, I think, for everyone. He needs to be in therapy, and she needs to be with a guy who apparently makes no noise during sex. <sighs> Which is bizarre. Which is bizarre. And then, I mean, eventually she meets Harry, and they have some... They have sex. I don't... From it's what it not seems, memorable. Like I don't remember any of their sex scenes. Well, I only know that, like... I just think... Because I know in Just Like That, she's, like, still fucking... They're still fucking all the time. Wow. Because she gives him head in the first season. Right, 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 right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like they're still going strong. Mm-hmm. Well, she's probably but, like, you know what? I read Cosmo says that the best way to have a, a long-lasting marriage is to make sure that you don't lose your sex life, everybody. 100%. You know she's one of those. Absolutely. And Carrie's she's like, like I have I it on the calendar. Every. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie's like, what do you think my whole job has been? Right. Carrie's like, girl, you are preaching to the choir. I know what it... Yeah, she's like, I... I wrote that article, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, literally. She's like, I was writing for both. Right. Um, but yeah, Charlotte's over. She's no longer a stupid bitch of fucking Right. And then... And then it cuts to Steve and Miranda. And Miranda is just, like, worried about her STI. And it's like, Miranda... And she's worried about her number. You are not a whore. It's just an STI. And you fucked a good number of people. But, like, you're not a whore. And you took care of it. You were proactive. Mm -hmm. You did the right thing. A, B, and C. Steve did the right thing. Both of you are all set now. Wait. Actually, you know what? Let me say something. Actually, I'm not going to say something. I'm going to ask you. Do you think that Miranda is a slut? Based yeah. on your own criteria. I would say, yeah. You think so? I would say she... I would consider all of them sluts from what we not see of Char- the show. Not Charlotte. I would say she's the least slutty, but I would think, like, they're all promiscuous. They all have, like... They all have frequent sex. I think their intentions are all very different. Mm. I think Charlotte has sex with people with the intention of, like... It's she, a means to an end. She has, it's a means to an end. Every, yeah. Every man she has sex with, she's imagining is the love of her mm. life. So I think to her, no, what she's doing isn't slutty. But it's like, well, if you're fucking, like, a new guy every two weeks, that adds up eventually. Right. If you're go- you know what I, I mean? I would love to see Charlotte's number. Me too. I would be. I would love to know Charlotte Summer. I'm shocked we never figure. We never hear from like her or Carrie about that. 
But like I would say Carrie is slutty. Carrie is for sure. Samantha is for sure. I would sure. say she's the second. Yeah, again, yeah. I think it comes down to like the the bracket we broke Yeah, it Samantha's down to number like, one, Carrie's number two, Miranda's number three, and Charlotte's number four. Yeah, like I think Carrie's number is probably higher than Miranda's. Yeah, for sure. Because she's also a bigger party girl. Mm-hmm. So I think she has more like one night stands, more hookups. But yeah, I would consider them all different levels of slutty. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Charlotte is the least slutty. But yeah, I would say they're all sluts. Mm. And I think that's great. It, for look, me, look for me, the... slutty was an era. I am no longer in my slut era. Yes. I would agree with that for myself So, like, as well. I don't think I can continue to call... I would not call myself a slut in this day and age right now where I am in my life. Yeah. Well, you're engaged. You're taken. Right. I'm taken. I'm spoken <laughs> for. You're a spoken for lady. We're like, I think I'm definitely, like, a reformed slut who, like, dabbles. Mm-hmm. But that's also, like, Tony and I are in an open relationship. Like, we're both still right. doing our thing. Obviously, to a lesser extent than when I was younger and, like, single. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I don't know. I think I think they're all very varied uh, shades of slutty. Okay. But I love this discussion. I think <coughs> Miranda and Steve's conversation is a good example of I that, too. I think Steve is sluttier than Miranda. Absolutely. He literally says his number is higher. And like, he literally... Um, we're going and by- then he's like, I'm a bartender and I'm cute. <laughs> yeah, he knows. He's like... Obviously, this is not a surprise to you. I think he's knows he's charming. He knows he's a cutie. He's got a sexy job. Like, being a bartender is sexy. Yep. And it's a job that, like, allots you people who are looking for fun. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to come into more people who are open to casual sex. And even if we're going body count alone, I think all of them are slutty. Steve included. Because it's like, think about how many people we've seen Charlotte sleep with up until this point in the show. I wonder show. if Aiden is, and I wonder if Big is. I think Big... Is not. Is not. I think Aiden might have had a phase. Although, you know what? Remember when we first meet Big and Samantha's like, he's the next Donald Trump. Yeah. That's very... But also, Big is kind of like serial monogamous, it seems like. I don't know. I think he, he no. Married, you know what I think. He's been married a you know what times. I think. I think he had a Playboy era, and yeah. he then transitioned. But into, I don't think he fucked everyone. I think he had a Playboy era, and it was like the. No, I think he's like, like Warren Beatty. I think he had a. a I okay. think he's like Warren Beatty. I think he had a bunch of women, and then when he found the right one, he was finally able to settle down. Because yeah. like Warren Beatty fucked like every woman with a pulse in Hollywood, and then when he met Annette <laughs> Benning. He finally was like, okay, I'll stop. <laughs> and he's been with Annette Benning ever since. But like Warren Beatty's so handsome. He has literally been with some of the most beautiful women in this fucking planet. I wanna know what it is about. Wasn't him. he with Madonna? He was with Madonna. He was literally with Diane Keaton. I'm pretty sure he was with Jane Fonda. Like Pat Cleveland. He's literally been with every gorgeous woman in Hollywood and he ended up with Annette Benning, which is like I love Annette Benning and she is like amazing. Yeah, but, but she's not the she's, hottest she's, person he's she's been with. She's beautiful. He's not the she's not the hottest person he's been with. I feel confident saying no, that. No, by no means. Yes, I agree with that. Wow, he was so hot. You ever forget? Never forget. And I wonder like what it was about Annette Benning that finally made Hollywood's biggest playboy settle down. Like what was it about her? I mean I don't know. She's so cute. I love her. She's, no, I love her. I love I her. I know. I'm just She's probably just a good fucking time probably fun to be around she has her own personality yeah. i you know what it probably is this is my this is my guess 
She's beautiful, 100%. I would never discount yeah. the fact that she's beautiful. She has great lips. Yeah. Okay. But you know what I really think it is? I think that she was probably yeah. unimpressed by him and his reputation. Yeah. And that turned him on Which in a hot. major fucking way. He was like, oh, this bitch. It's hot. She does not give a shit about me. She doesn't yeah. care about me. She is her own person. She's not intimidated by me in the slightest. She can have a conversation with me. She's intellectual. But the best part is she's hot and she's not pretentious. Like, I, I, I just envision her having this kind of personality where it's like, Okay, yeah. you're Hollywood's biggest playboy, so what? I'm Annette Benning, you know? And also, like, she looks so good in, like, Mars Attacks. She she really is like, a beautiful she can person. Do, she can do sexy when she needs to. Yeah. But that's not her that's not her base. She line. almost she almost has like a, a more like under underplayed Susan Sarandon look to her. Oh my god, that is such a good way to put like, it. Like she almost has like a hint of Susan Sarandon, but it's just like undercurrent. It's yeah. an undercurrent. No, I, I, that's a perfect. We're like to put Susan it Sarandon is so sex forward. Like she enters a room with her tits first. You yeah. know, but she's gorgeous. Yeah. I love Susan Sarandon. Oh my god. She's the fucking that one video. She's probably one oh. of the hottest. I would put her on my top twenty-five hottest celebrities. I agree. That's a fucking milf. That is a milf. Bingo. Period. Game over. That, that one behind the scenes video of her in the getting her like hair zoomed mm. and everything like that. And her titties are O U T out. That bitch, her that bitch loves to have her titties out still. She still does. She loves them. And why shouldn't she? she yeah, she should. She should as she should. Ugh. Anyway, but anyway, okay. Steve's number is higher than Miranda's. Miranda's number is forty two. <laughs> yeah. It's. Very, I would say his is probably what. His has got to be in like the seventies or eighties. What? Wait, she said. Doesn't she ask him at one point? She's like, is it double? Well, he's, she's like, he says, what's your number? And she tells him. And then he's like. Oh, that's a good, that's a decent number. And she's like, what, is yours higher or whatever? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And she's like 50 and he's like higher. And she's like 60 and he's like, basically like well, well past 60. And then he's like, she like gives him kind of a look and he's like, I'm a cute bartender. And they cute and they, they have like a cute little like giggle and they cute and they kiss. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming his is probably like. I think he's like 80s. 80s, 90s, maybe even hundreds. Yeah, yeah, I would, I could totally see that. I mean, like, I fuck Steve. I can see hundred. I can honestly and truthfully say I can see hundreds just because of the fact he's an NYC bartender. I he's can an see NYC that. bartender, and he spent his entire twenties as an NYC bartender. Right. He's also from New York. Right. Like he's not a transplant like the like every all the girls right. are. So he's lived there his whole life. He's lived, he's been in the scene. Cause he's like, what, 34, 35 in this, uh, season probably. So he's been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Shit adds up. If he fucked 10 women a year, it adds up. Right. So I, I love it. I love, I love their slutty little relationship. Me too. (laughs) Okay. So that's, that's my final question on Stephen Miranda. Moving yeah. on. And we leave them in a good place. We leave place. them in a good place. They love each other. With STIs and all. And crazy long lists and all. Although Steve's isn't even that long. It's what? A hundred people? Yeah, maybe. Anyway. Could be worse. Yeah. So then we cut to Carrie and Aiden. And build up is hot. Yes. This agreed. is a prime example of that. Yeah. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's like they're they they don't know yet how 
they're, how it's going to be. They're figuring out their dynamic. They're figuring out their relationship. They're taking it slow. And when you take it slow, you can play a little bit. You don't have to always be stuck in this, like, rigid, like, we're going to have sex. It's going to be like this. We're going to do it on blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, you can, like, play around a little bit. Try new things. Experiment. Like, try not having sex for a little while and see how it feels when you, like, finally get back together and all that stuff. 100%. And it's just, like, I just love yeah. it. I love the buildup. I love the, like that tension in the air their relationship is so good like they have a great dynamic and they she like she finally invites him again and he's like i think i think tonight's the right night for a sleepover yeah and he says that he got someone to walk and feed Mm -hmm. pete and she looks excited and (laughs) like she's nervous it's which is so sweet it's nice it's that's such an amazing feeling to kind of be nervous again. Right. And they wake up in bed together. And she just feels like it's a clean slate. Yeah, they're snuggling. They're snuggling. It's very sweet. Oh, they're just so much fun. I love seeing them together. Me too. And then... And then, but the, the last scene is... Samantha. And she has a four-post bed, which is so chic. I used to have a four-post so bed when I was a kid because my mom worked at Pier <laughs> 1 in Ports. Oh my god. I love that. I was not allowed alone in Pier 1. Like, when we would, we would go, mm-hmm. I always had to, like, hold someone's hand because I'm so klutzy. I would always break stuff. I love Pier 1 Imports. I wish it was still around. Same. Rest in peace, Pier Me 1 too. Imports. But yeah, I was, like, not allowed to touch anything. Uh, True bull in a china shop. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, though, I can't even blame you for wanting to touch everything in that store, though, because yeah, it's they fun. had amazing stuff. Yeah, I remember one time specifically around Christmas, I broke a, like, really expensive Christmas tree topper. Oh. And then, uh, my, oh, I had to sit outside by the car for the rest of the shopping trip <laughs> with my, with my, uh, my cousin Tommy. Oh my they god. They were like, my aunt was like, go outside right now. And I was like, okay. Damn. <laughs> and I was, l- I was little. <laughs> Damn. But, um, yeah, Samantha moves, she moves to what, I think it's the meatpacking Which district. is great. Yeah, Meat it's perfect Meatpacking district and is a great place to live. 34th Street area. Ugh, like, it's so yeah, chic. it's very chic. It's still chic. And one of the women, like, the working girls on the street outside the apartment is now world-famous drag queen Willem from Drag Race. <laughs> Which is a great fun fact. Yeah, a little Easter egg. Fun thing for your trivia night. Love that. But yeah, it, it's a, the episode of Sluts ends on a good note for everyone. Except Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte. We're sorry, Charlotte. Poor Charlotte. But you know what? It, it is what it yeah. is. She should be sluttier if she wants to be a part of this episode. Right. I mean, then there's <laughs> nothing wrong with being a slut. That's what we learned from this episode. Yes. It's a it's a good lesson to take into your life. Especially as for young people. Right. Have, have a slutty 20s. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it. it, everybody. It's one of my faves. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. We love this episode. Yeah, we had the best time. Um, next up, we're going to be talking about one of my favorites. And I'm really excited. If I remember correctly, it's one of the juiciest episodes. I think so, too. Let me double check. Oh, Yes. I think this, if it's the one I'm thinking of, yes. Okay. Do you yes, want to know? Yes, tell me. 
Samantha starts dating Maria. Oh my god! Yes! Yeah. Shit. Oh my god. Banger episode. Oh my god, I'm so So if excited. you want to watch along, watch season four, episode four for next week. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to us ramble about Sex and the City. Hopefully, we're going to keep up with And Just Like That. We might like pop, like do little bonus up or something. Bits and pieces here and there if we're all caught up by the time uh, next episode rolls around. Right. So, catch up with that, too. We had perfect timing, honestly. Honestly, this happens every time. But yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We love you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. He's online. Can he see me? What the hell is she talking about? Who's this? Can I speak to Angelina, please? No, she died.